When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome into a post-game holiday edition of Spits and Suds. So glad to be back with you. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. Not the way you want to come back. Stars lose 2-1 to in St. Louis. Their second straight loss in the gateway to the West. And uh, unfortunate tonight. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, for those that don't know, there is a mandatory three-day holiday break, and part of which, and the Toronto Maple Leafs found this out the hard way, you are not allowed during this break to travel to the next city before the actual game day. In that, the Dallas Stars had to leave today from Dallas, fly to St. Louis, and play the game tonight. You guys have flown, so you know how it is. Even on an hour flight, you know, those legs just aren't there sometimes. And I know private jets are different and, you know, suck it up. Come on, Gavin. That's not the reason. But I mean, the fact of the matter is it is a difficult day to play in the NHL. We saw some really quirky games when you look at the scores um, tonight, you know, coming back, coming off a break and and just a just a weird situation, similar to like opening night where you're like, wow, this team's going to be good. And it's like, well, maybe not. Maybe it's just that night. Maybe it's just opening night. Like, uh, for instance, the Coyotes scoring five against the Avalanche, taking down the Avs in Arizona, five to four, the Blackhawks upending the Jets. So all three on top of the Central Division lost tonight. So, you know, scores like that. Seattle, who's been struggling, goes into Calgary and wins two to one. The Wild beat up on the Red Wings six to three. I mean, these usually haven't been happening. The the Quacks in Anaheim beat the Golden Knights five to two. So, I mean, the Sharks did lose, and that is normal. Five to one to the LA Kings. But, I mean, the Ducks dominating the Golden Knights kind of says, you know, what you want to see. And, you know, the other thing is, that I wanted to point out is, and they did mention it. Uh, I think it was Seve on the TV broadcast. And I agree with Seve on this, meaning Brent Severin. I never want to see backup goalies against the Dallas stars. For some reason, when there's a backup goalie in net, I'm like, Oh man, that backup goalie either is going to play really, really well, or the stars just don't come to play. We kind of got a combination of both. So called up young netminder Joel Hofer, who previously played for the Springfield Thunderbirds in the AHL and was struggling, played pretty well against uh, Florida. So he gets another start because the Blues have, I believe, three games in four days. So had to get their backup in, but he makes a career night as far as saves. And I mean, I think he looked really good, but. I mean, I don't think he was like outstanding. I mean, kudos, um, 39 saves on 40 shot attempts. That's the most he's faced. So, you know, for him a 975 save percentage tonight, that's a really, really good game. Um, 
you know, he's a young goaltender and you got to start looking at him and saying, you know, is he the future for the blues now posting a seven and one record with a two seventy three um, goals against and a nine twelve save percentage. So, I mean, having a good year, but the question I have for you tonight is did the stars put enough sustained pressure on Joel Hofer? And those are the things that you kind of have to ask each other. I just kind of felt like this was a game that both teams kind of went through the motions. I didn't think Wedgwood played bad tonight and Wedgwood's been outstanding for Dallas, but the two goals he let in. Yeah, I guess you could say he was screened, but I, you know, I think Scott Wedgwood looking back should make those saves. I think he would agree that he should make those saves. Um, you know, he made some outstanding saves and we'll get into it, but the two that went in, um, maybe he was screened so he couldn't get a clean look. Uh, the one timer from neighbors, uh, just went under his pads and, and then the, uh, the snap wrister from the point from, uh, Scandella found its way in. So both goals, I thought he kind of had some looks at, but nonetheless, you got to score more than one goal. If you're the Dallas stars and you've struggled against the St. Louis blues team, by the way, St. Louis blues team that is now in the wild card race. So, I mean, if you look at the wild card race, Arizona, Nashville, and St. Louis. So the central division after a slow start is certainly uh, heated up some highlights. Uh, one of those is Wedgwood made some unreal saves at a critical point in the game coming off of a five on three for two minutes. And Wedgwood made five, six saves where he sprawled out and basically never giving up on the puck. Blues had numerous chances, even brought it outside of the net so they could try to get a clean look. Um, Wedgwood and just a sea of people, an array of people in front of the net. Wedgwood did a really nice job at that point and uh, kept uh, the game at two to nothing at that point. And then I thought Rope Hintz did a great job sending Ro uh, Jason Robertson, sprung him. Uh, what a turnaround coming off the five on three power play, a full two minute power play where the stars would be shorthanded uh, with Smith and Johnston out of the box. Uh, love myself. some Wyatt Johnston, when you're killing a penalty, Wyatt, and you have that whole height uh, ice to throw it down. Uh, he threw it to the side. It went into the crowd, a two minute penalty. So therefore the stars were already in the box with Craig Smith on a double minor for a high stick. So a full two minute five on three, which is pretty rare in the NHL and the stars absolutely killed it and killed it with authority. Then Wedgwood makes the big uh, saves and then hint sends Robertson. And all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're heading into the third period and you're like, all right, we're already, we're only down by one. Let's get those legs back boys. And it just didn't come around. And I thought, you know, didn't really see any hitting, didn't see any like sustained pressure, didn't really see um, the bodies getting in front of Hofer, thought Hofer saves. He had a lot of clean looks. Um, it was just kind of one of those things. And that's the thing about the Dallas Stars. If there's, you know, it's tough to be critical when you're basically atop the Central Division, although as it stands right now, they're in third place in the Central. But at the same time, I do want to point out there are times where this team just doesn't have the versatility, therefore just goes through the motions, hoping something would happen. And what I mean by that is, is 
massive net front presence where the whistle is blown and the crowd gets up in arms because there's a muck in front of the net and a muck is basically where you're mucking it up. You're getting that extra stick on hole for you're trying to poke it in. Maybe it is after the whistle, but basically you're just causing a massive scrum and you're kind of getting into a space. And I didn't feel the stars did that. Some big hits along the board, some deep four checks to cause some St. Louis turnovers. I didn't see that. You did see one stretch pass, but did the stars really utilize that speed that has really propelled them to the top of the central? I didn't see that. So I just felt as though it was just one of those kind of go through the motion games. And, you know, I mean, listen, I hate to be hypercritical. Stars have been playing pretty well, but at the same time, you know, that's two in a row now you've let go in St. Louis. And at the end of the season, if you look and the Stars lose the Central by a couple of points, I think you're going to be looking at these games because both games in St. Louis, you had a chance to take some points um, and you lost one in overtime and now you lost one by one goal. So, unfortunate set of circumstances coming off the uh, Christmas break, but kind of a weird set of circumstances as well, as I pointed out. And I just felt as though, you know, the stars were up against it as it was having to fly to St. Louis. So, um, you know, just one of those things where you have to, you know, chalk it up. So Jake Ottinger, when he's coming back, Jim Nill uh, said that they're going to take their time with Ottinger Reason being is because Wedgwood has played so well, but we could see Jake Ottinger back in the next week or two. So some good news coming out of Stars Camp as well um, as they get their regular goaltender uh, back pretty soon. So we got some really cool. Listen, this is supposed to be a holiday week where everyone kind of chills, not spits and suds. So um, excited to come to you with this post game. Sean Shapiro is going to join me tomorrow. We'll get into a little bit more of this game. We'll talk about the doings around the NHL, so to speak. We'll talk about the Nashville game that was so exciting on Saturday and get Sean's thoughts on the Stars, also with what's happening in the NHL. Stars are uh, back in it, uh, uh, back at it, should I say, um, You know, pretty soon. They have the Blackhawks for a set of games, kind of the rare uh, home. And then home again against uh, Chicago. They will play once again on New Year's Eve, as they traditionally do. So a uh, game on Friday and then a game on uh, Sunday night against the Blackhawks. Also wanted to point out, appearing on the podcast, we'll be taping it tomorrow, probably will drop on Friday morning, is Eric Nadell, the Texas Rangers World Series champion, Hall of Fame broadcaster, will join us. A lot of people don't know that prior to being the Rangers play-by-play announcer, Eric was carving quite the nice career as a professional hockey announcer. He's a massive hockey fan, so I want to talk hockey. I want to talk, does, does his, do his hockey experience kind of blend in on some of his more famous baseball calls? So the former Dallas Blackhawks, um, play-by-play announcer as they played in uh, down at the Fair Park. He'll join us and talk the great game of hockey. So excited to talk to Sean tomorrow. Excited to talk to Eric Nadell. 
Um, and those are going to be some exciting podcasts. We got a lot more coming. 2024 is going to be a beast of a year for Spitz and Suds. Super excited about the upcoming one timer guests that we have that we're currently planning right now. Craig will also be back next week. And uh, we got a lot more coming for Spitz and Suds. But I did want to pop on real quick, talk about tonight's game. Stars lose two to one. We can get two in a row against the Blackhawks. We'll get into it more with uh, Sean, but an unfortunate loss tonight in St. Louis. So just a quickie of spits and suds, a quick post-game edition of spits and suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day, everyone.